figure out. Ah! That's the scream that we enter every one. match with. Yeah. Oh, you know, the we should eagle come... roar? Ah! I feel like we should replace the Wilhelm scream with the screaming goat. The screaming goat. Ah! So it's, it's, it's less film. It's less of like a film tradition. Yeah. And yeah, we no, can make that like an internet tradition. Well, hey, thanks for uh, joining us today. This is The Patch, brought to you today by Crunchyroll and Dollar Shave Club. I remembered. You called it. Nice And I'm going to flip work. it over like this, because we have this as like really a callback to old times. Mm. We used to not have this timer in the, the patch screen. This is actually So we animated. actually just had an hourglass. Cause no way. Yeah, no, yeah. it fills up. Yeah. That's cool. Gus, oh. Gus really likes us to make sure the show's an hour. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to be spot on. Why? He's uh, just anal retentive? Yeah. yeah, no. He craves order. Look, he just I mean, likes. He's uh, Gus. The yeah, one no, time where it. we hit it like to the second, he was just he actually like orgasmed around on like, the show, just whistling the, the all table day. went. <laughs> we had, we had to redo all the lights. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty gross. Damn, it's been uh, a while, Gus, hasn't it? <laughs> it's worth mentioning today that we are joined by Lawrence from Funhouse. Yes, hello. Yeah, I'm so glad you could come on. So I do this a lot. Sorry about all that. Um, Sorry about the face. Sorry about the the hair. I was wearing a luchador mask for the past couple of hours. For, we required all reasons. the Funhouse guys to wear luchador masks Whenever the entire they time visit. they were here. Yeah. We the thing is, we're trying to keep them secret from a lot of people, and so they go about disguised. Mm. Also, it's as sort of luchadors. a dominance thing in the achievement in our office. We don't want them to get you know too full of themselves. Right. So well, here's the thing: like, is none of them will wear shirts, so they got to cover always like, another body part instead. There's been so many nipples in the achievement in our office the past few days. I mean, yeah, this is actually a tattoo. Yeah, uh, not a lot of people know that. It's uh, all the. I have also a weird skin condition where it looks like it's cloth. You know, don't don't worry about it that. It bunches. Yeah, some there's extra. some weird reflections on it. So I, you know, again, sorry about all this. I'm totally. Are you like naked Benjamin right buttoning, and then your skin gets tighter as you get older? That would be awesome. Would no, it? that would not be awesome because at some point it would split. Right? Like that would probably be in the most painful <sighs> way to, to get live. Smaller. Like, it'd be awful. Like yeah. your skin just split you, off you. You start looking like the people from Insurrection Star Trek. Nope. Okay, I've seen it. Me. Forgot it entirely. It's the one where they have the skin stretchers. Sure. Yeah. What, what else happened in, that in the movie? planet where there's like, oh, everybody here lives forever because the radiation is, is really that the helpful. One where, yeah, that's and Jordy grows his eyes back. And then Picard's banging that like Irish broad or something. Yeah, and she's like 400 years old. Yeah. Yeah. That was not a good movie. No, it was, no, it was it, real bad. It was like a bad episode, but even longer, which makes it worse. But Riker controlled the Enterprise with an actual joystick. He did do that. Yeah. Is that when? Is that when they got the Enterprise? E and then blew it up in the same movie. Is that what that one? If you've ever been curious what it looks like when a girl looks at a guy and wonders how they ever got laid, this would be it. <laughs> you just gotta know a lot of stuff. I like Star Trek, but I like I'm one of the fans that actual Star Trek fans hate because I like the new movies. Sure, fair weather fans. Everyone because everyone in the new movies is smoking hot. That's true. They did have Winona Ryder though, and that is probably the worst look for Winona Ryder I've ever well, seen. That's why they killed her instantly. She did go down fast. Right. They got it. They got to just. Narrow it down to the hotties. Yeah. She was just like an aged face poking out of a washcloth. Oh. Yeah, I heard a lot of boos. Boo! More pie! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then J.J. Abrams was like, oh shit. And then he hit the button. She died. The kill Winona one. button. Yeah. It's that nice was, to have one of those, by the she way. She was there just for ethos. Just like, oh, let's... It, maybe I was the assumption that's like, it's Winona Ryder. People will have an emotional connection. They'll think, oh, girl interrupted. Yeah. And then we'll kill her. And they'll be like, no! Yeah, but she played like the most milk toast, like, mom ever. She even yeah. had like a, she was wearing like a little bandana thing. She looked like a Syrian mm. refugee. She did. Weird. What? what? She seemed like a weird call for that role. Yeah. Especially for someone that has three lines and then dies. Maybe it was a yeah. favor. <laughs> you think she just slipped in under the radar? Like, look, Winona really wants to work with you, JJ. She just appeared on set. <laughs> and then the other actors she, they had mysteriously vanished. She may like, have stolen the script. We don't know. She's over that, movie. right? 
She had that whole klepto phase thing. No? Well, just was that her? Shit, I would do it. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, if I were rich, I'd steal everything. What am I going to do? Go to jail? Fuck that. You're going to make stupid jokes Yeah, but if you're rich, you go to nice jail. Yeah, right. Or home arrest or something. I'll still, I'll just keep stealing things. Just steal stuff from yourself. Yeah. Lots. Yes. Uh, the, you know, the personal, like the... Rich people do have the nicest stuff. You should just steal your own things. Because they take it. Yeah. Uh, my, my, like, parole agent would come over and just take that wallet, take that shirt, take those pants. He goes outside, gets Which in his car. Which of those do you think they oh, notice first? Mm. Shirt. I'm going to get shirt? a shirt. No. You think you know you pants? Shirt? I think draft. Yeah. It's more noticeable. But if he's wearing boxers, maybe not so much. They are breathing. Mm. Mm. They bunch. That's the problem. They do bunch. Fucking shit. What's this podcast so, about? Uh, Ryan. Sometimes games. You got a <laughs> you got a new toy to play with. I do have a new toy, and it's a video game toy, it's which a video is game toy. Uh, topical because to this is the patch, which is where we talk about games and why no no Star Trek, Abrams, weird skin, stretching, insurrection. Well, well, who cares? Toys. HTC Vive. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> See, it's Half Life Three. There, we've made the link somehow. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't got to do much with it. I got to set it up, which in uh, of itself is definitely a very different process than setting up the Oculus. The Oculus is one camera, one headset, plug, plug, done. Uh, the Vive, you've got the two lighthouses that you have to set up. you got your two controllers. Those are connected uh, via a USB hub that comes with it, which is really cute. Course, these it was are, cute. It was actually cute. It's, a, I mean, it's off, like off-the-rack monoprice logo still on it. <laughs> A uh, little USB hub that you plug your two wireless dongles into for the controllers. Um, I gotta say the the whole put together of the kit looks very thought out. Really, uh, even the instructions were really cute. And I, there was a news post that popped up about those, so you can find them online. Hmm. Um, Ryan, are, are are Meg and I rubbing off on you? Everything's cute. It's so cute. Oh, the vibe itself is not that cute though. The controllers look like weird space plungers. <laughs> they and do then, look a little space plungery. But is it better than light up dildos? No, nothing is. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) You can make them light up dildos. All you have to do is just, you tell them what you're holding, light up dildo, you're there. You put the headset on, now you're just raving with dildos. So this theoretically has to do with games, maybe not. But can you get enough voltage over USB to power a good vibrator? Or is it just not enough juice? I would assume not enough juice. I mean, the uh, vibration handle, or vibration motors in modern controllers are pretty intense. But that's off a battery. Not, no, not yeah, directly you, through you USB. You can get a direct through. I guess it is, you're right. Yeah, yeah like you, a 360 a contr- controller or a PS4, you can run those okay. direct off. Yeah. yeah. Oddly enough, I think the... Why the, aren't there more of those then? I think the vibration in controllers is probably a little bit more advanced than you'll find in, in most vibrators. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, right. they've got like whole peripherals, like the vibrating uh, vaginas. There's the... Well, yeah, yeah, women don't eat... Well, most, what would you some. do with a vibrating vagina? You put your penis in it. And then it just... <laughs> it just You don't have to do anything. It's great. <laughs> and it just... We're the advent of all this tech. Women can't do that. Hey, I never tried one, but I, I can see how there might be merit. I also I, realized the other day... I feel like it'd make you go numb after a while, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah I'm sure. Well, you take a break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you pull out eventually. Yeah. Um, I realized that since there are cell phones everywhere... Basically, every woman has a vibrator on them at all times. So how does anything get done? Wasn't well, that a commercial? Oh, I really, I really don't think the it's vibration in, in, so that's in not mobile phones is nearly enough. Okay, I'm thoroughly ignorant about this, about the barrier of sensitivity there. I'm, I know you, you can download apps for phones that will just turn the vibration on, so theoretically you can do your dirty business. It's but not dirty. It's beautiful. Oh, I'm sure it is, but it's also in a lot of ways dirty because there's like... Oh, sure. You, you, point, you have to you throw it in a Ziploc bag, bag first. Yeah, it's like anything. If you have to throw your phone in a Ziploc bag before you play with it, it's just... There's so Be much prepared. that goes into it. I yeah. was reading in the shower. Just say that. <laughs> there you go. Easy. My phone, I think, is actually water resistant. 
I don't know, proof. Resist it. Yeah. Depends on your, you know. Depends how long you take. That too. Just a quick splash, done. Yeah. But if, you, if you're settling in for the night, you might need a Ziploc bag. I mean, and a glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek Insurrection. Maybe some chocolates. Star, yeah, some Star Trek Insurrection. The Kirk gets shirtless in that one. Well, he got shirtless at first contact, too. Kirk isn't an insurrection. You bite your tongue. That's a Picard, didn't I? No. He oh. said Kirk. I think, Sorry. I that think, was he, I think he might have you're, corrected. You're mixing, yeah. No? Did he? No. Picard. We, it's like we don't record this at all. Quick correct. I think it was a quick correct. This is edited, right? Of course, correct. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, vibe, right? Vibe, yeah. Gaming. Did, so, so you screen. got it set up. I got it set up. Uh, they have the. I did the room calibration, which is a really fun process in and of itself. Most especially because there's a part of it where you have to actually set where the floor is. And you're you just like in a white room. Yeah, and you've got the controller. And the controller is perfectly represented in front of your face, exactly where you feel it in your hand. And so you grab a little ball and you drag it down to the floor hmm. and you feel the thing hit the floor, you know, right where it lines up with your feet. And it all just makes so much sense in your brain. Uh, and then the, the screen quality is definitely a step up from the DK2, which all of the final released versions will be. Um, but did didn't it, Oculus just release another dev kit? Did they? I don't I'm think gonna, they I'm going to look it up I really thought they had DK2 they, to production. Yeah, they uh, yeah DK2, that's what I thought too. But and then, then they were showing Crescent Bay, me. but that never really got sold or sent They've out. They've been demoing, but they haven't actually, I don't think, made another one available for sale. I could okay. be wrong. That's what I thought too, but I also could be wrong. I, I've, I have put blinders on until those things are retail available. I got okay. a DK1, and I was like, yeah. ah, and I have to stop, I have to stop. Because <laughs> no, it's almost good, but not quite. You're right, had to be really rough, because DK2. It's a 720p, right? DK1 no, was, it was lower than it that. Was, uh, DK2 was 1080, but it was 1080 oh. across both eyes. Okay. It was one 1920 by 1080 screen split between your two And eyes. then the retail one is going to be like 1080, but flipped for each I eye. I want to say it's like 10, it's 1080 by 600 per eye. It's something like that. It's like, I think the total resolution is like uh, 28 something, 24 something by huh. 1200. 2160 by 1200. Uh, or so it's going to be, it's going to be 1080 no. by 1200 per eye. Okay. Oh, yeah, because that's the... I'm dumb. That makes sense. Yeah. It's that dimension, one dimension carries over to both eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it uh, definitely a step up in sense that I could read things, and it wasn't like, God, help my eyes, um, which DK2 was real bad about. Yeah. It was, uh, But, again, DK2 is still much lower resolution. is not going to match what uh, the final release of Oculus is. You guys actually got to play with one at PAX, right? Yeah, we actually got to go to uh, Valve. And mess with it there, which I'm curious about because they had a number of demos that they loaded up. I don't know if, like, did it come with any kind of software package for the, like, here are some some demos to play with? Uh, I think I may be getting access to that. I'm not sure yet. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, maybe there's, like, a dev zone that you can go to. But, yeah, when we did it, they just ran us through these demos. There's one where you're, like, on the deck of a sunken ship underwater, and there's all these fishies going around, and you can wave at the fishies. And a giant whale comes, and that's your first hit when you realize... That you can see things on a big TV, and they seem big, but the raw scale of it never hits you until you don't have, like, a bevel to remind you that you're looking at something that isn't real. Like through a window. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when it's filling your entire field of view and you don't hear anything, you're pretty immersed, and then this giant thing comes in. You're like, fuck, hey, (laughs) I don't know if that's something that's going to wear off. I hope not. Because there's always that awesome first hit of tech. And then when you, everybody gets used to it. Yeah, eventually we all get super spoiled. I mean, I remember yeah. looking at games like once the Nintendo 64 came out, I was like, God, this is so realistic. Man, the graphics, it's like unbelievable. And now... Yeah, it's bullshit, stupid. All these games look terrible. Right, like the, the way that when, um, when the Ocarina of Time came out uh, for 
uh, 3DS. I was playing. I was like, this isn't that much of an upgrade. It just looks like it looked before because it looks the way I remember yeah. it looking. And I went back and looked at it before. I went, wah. How? Yeah. Like now suddenly very offensive How to did the I eye. see anything? Just one green cube wobbling around. What is this? I can't play this. I will say that over the time I played with the, uh, the DK2, initially you did get very strong sense of presence, almost like uh, ASMR, where it's like mm. a visual version of that, where you saw things and it, it made it feel like you should be reacting. Even though the screen on that one wasn't as good, um, it did wear off. Like It got to where now I can get in a DK2 and it doesn't give me that sensation anymore. Does that make you sad? It does make me a little sad. Especially because I think if you maybe just started straight to what the final retail resolutions will be, that would have carried over a lot longer. That There is a downside to being an early adopter for tech, and that's usually it, is that you get the stuff before it's nice, before it's polished, before it works, you're dealing with all the broken things, and that's the price you pay for being first. I don't know. Sometimes I'm over being an early adopter. <laughs> but at the same time, I can't not get it right when it comes out. What's, what am I going to do? It's technically not out. So if you just tell yourself that. That's true. Even though I'm it's there wait. and you can buy it. Although we do have, we have um, an Oculus Rift at home. I I don't think we have DK2. I think we might have DK1 at Is home. Is it big, flat? Is it like no. completely flat? If it's more rounded, then it's, it's a DK2. It's more rounded. It's more rounded. Okay, yeah, so that's, that's what we've got then. Like, it was, yeah, it's like you it was smashed rectangular your face on something. and then it had like a giant square mm-hmm. end on it. Yeah, that's okay. the one I got. Now, we, we've got two then, but I'm trying to hold off on it a little bit. It's mostly Teddy who's playing with it now. Mm. He's going crazy trying to get the VR version of all of his games, uh-huh. like Subnautica, and then he gets oh, really man, upset when they, awesome. when they... Well, there's new firmware, or not firmware, there's a new patch or something. It was for Oculus, I think, <clears throat> that makes it not work with Subnautica right now. Yeah, and can Oculus. I just tell you that he is furious and <laughs> Valve, he would like you to know that. Oh. Valve? Not happy. Uh, what's Valve's problem? Oh, right. It's they Oculus. No not, sorry. It's Oculus, Oculus not Vive. Yeah. Um, Facebook. So, Palm, Palmer Lucky, you fix this shit right now. No, no, no. It's not his fault. What, what just happened with the Oculus was they released the .7 runtime, which basically every time they release a new version of the runtime, runtime it deprecates two back. So oh, okay. anything .6 or .7 is, is good now. Uh, but the updates that they made were really kind of necessary, and it, it pretty much had to happen. I really like what's happening in point seven because what they've done that'll be great for us is now you have the Oculus version that you see in your HMD, uh, but the screen mirroring that you're getting is actually a 2D, more traditional-looking screen. So you can record it, and you don't have all that... Ah, It's only a single merged view. It's not the stereoscopic, and it's not warped for the Oculus viewer. So uh, it's way better to look at. Now, maybe it loses some of the charm of watching something, just because you know... You you almost have to have a face cam on it. A little more exotic, yeah. How do you look around... We don't feel like they're looking around. It looks like just another person playing with a mouse. Yeah. Do you feel like there's a lot of opportunity for VR with things like Let's Plays, or is it more... Um, well, I think and it spectating seems like a different... through an Oculus of a Let's Play might be interesting. Yeah. Because uh, there's a lot of places you can go with that. Like three, You could have like 360-degree view, so you are sitting with Achievement Hunter, and you can like look over their shoulders and watch their screens and... Like, look over and see them, like, talking shit to each other. You can have positional audio and things like that, so... Which is actually something I wanted to do yeah. with our Let's Plays, but our, the way our setup is now, it's much harder. I wanted to do that when we had the room where we were all against the walls, and uh, I did a few tests, and it was just... I didn't get what I wanted, and then we moved offices. Yeah, you, you tried the um, the binaural microphone we brought in, right? Yeah, that was a lot of fun, too. That's the other thing, is there's no... Uh, right now, that's, that's basically still uh, stereo. It emulates the sense of... 
3D positional, but it's still only two channels. So until you get more of a true multi-channel kind of setup support from YouTube, uh, you know, it's not going to do a lot. Um, Jeez, I'm but just, it's, oh man, sorry, I'm just, I'm just kind of trying to figure out. So okay, let's yeah. say you have a video. Yeah. And you somehow can move around inside that video. I'm trying to think of how that could happen. 360 degree video. Not if yeah, if it's a yeah. if it's a cam. Well, okay, It'd have to be pre-recorded. There's a or couple you'd ways. Have multiple camera points that you could switch to. You could do that. You could do multiple camera points. The other option that is kind of every the buzzword right now in, in capture is light field technology. Okay. Have you ever seen a light field camera? No. What's light field? We're camera? way we're so way. So like it records and of... renders in 3D and then projects a 2D video onto 3D surfaces. Oh, it's it's a really weird thing. Okay, hey, we're a little far afield of gaming, but in the sense that this, this is, is something this that isn't you're for let's plays. This is going to be a, a thing that will help. Um, all forms of video game uh, spectating entertainment in the future. So, this it. is important. You got it. Did it. E-sports. Okay, great. Boom. Continue. Uh, <laughs> so a light field camera is essentially a, an array of cameras. Okay. Yeah, it's like, think... So like how they did the three Matrix, by three. like, swirl around? Sort of. Only oh. think of them just in a block. Or like huh. mocap. Uh, again, not really. It's it's literally just like if you took this and just made the surface of it all cameras. Okay. Okay. Um, and what you can do once you have that is you can actually change the focus, uh, the zoom, various features of the camera or your final camera shot on the fly. Even position. You can track it. You can move it around like this. Uh, but it lets you create a virtual camera from real cameras in recording something that is real. Okay. Um, Does so it do interpolation like between all the footage to... Kind of like blend frames yes. and stuff? Okay. Exactly. So it lets you recam a real-life situation. Wow. That's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Uh, right now, it only really works one direction. I mean, so it's you yeah. could, I guess, make a... A cube of them, like every surface, Jeez, recording in every direction. A lot of cameras. Yeah, it uh, would. But, I mean, it's all miniaturization, right? Like, there's a lot of circuitry in a cell phone, but it's all just been compa- compacted down. So it's true. There could just be a camera ball that you just, like... You know, it hovers because it's the future. Well, right, because there's that Lily drone, the one that you can just throw up and will automatically follow you around. Really? Have you seen that? Oh, it's amazing. Um, I don't know if we can pull it up, but yeah, there's this um, this new drone. I don't know if it's actually out yet, but it's uh, you you have something like a like a locator on your wrist or something like that, and you can just take this drone, throw it, and it just starts itself. And will follow you around. You can set it to just hover, or you want it to circle you. It's really good for sports and things like that. Okay. If you're snowboarding or or kayaking or whatever you want to do, and then it can you can just do this, and it'll land back in your hand. Wait, super cool. So you do that, <laughs> but have it with like with cameras all the way around. Man, that oh, would oh be the God. best. I'd Here we go. Here goes. There's the lily. It's super cool. It's so hard right now to already just to ingest a 360 video. And I'm not even messing with stereoscopic stuff. Um, but, uh, oh, God, I don't even want to try and imagine what it would be like to try and um, process one of those beasts. I mean, I can see something like that. Like, the if you were able to combine a drone Jeez. with Which the they have done some drone-mounted 360 cameras, but not light right. field. But think of if you for like esports stuff, like you could just do flyers of the entire thing, go right up to the players. You can see all that kind of stuff. There's no? some range. Well, it's it's still realistically you're you're limited to the size of your array. So you can only if you've got an array the size of this table, you can move the camera, virtual camera, left and right. But you're really only talking about moving it from here to here. Yeah. Okay. Which is good if you're say recording in like the achievement hour office. That gives you the sense that you could like be standing. Yeah, and and like around. leaning and forward and, and in the way 360 video works now, 
mm, that's not really represented. Yeah. I like the idea that you can be like, what? All right, what kind of character am I? You get like get really into it. Like, am I shifty? And so you just like move the camera like this. You're like yeah. really get into the role playing of watching other people. <laughs> In the room playing games. <laughs> I'm part of this. I'm in it. I'm watching this video. It's so interactive. Like, uh, pu- push the button to, like, eat a chip. <laughs> I'm excited for... I'm excited for a lot of things. But once VR breaks out, there's... I feel like it's going to create this whole unique subculture of VR video viewing and game playing and all this stuff. And I think people are going to... It's going to hit certain nerves in the human experience that are going to get weird. So, like, you were talking, I think... You know, voyeurists are probably really going to love that shit because they can feel like they're spying on somebody or something like that. It's going to going to get a little weird. And then the, and then you know you'll have people that didn't even know they like that stuff, and just because they experience <laughs> it in VR and they're just like their hearts racing, like oh wow, this is my jam. And then they go on the internet and find a bunch, bunch of other weirdos that all live out their weird VR fantasies or like fifty foot ladies stomping on people. Yeah, that's yes. a, yeah, that's a game. I mean that <laughs> that already happens. I've seen some weird shit on DeviantArt, but yeah, you can like make it real or like Vor. Some dude can put on a VR headset and get eaten by a My Little Pony. It's going to be... That's a thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Getting I... eaten? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. we're talking nibble-nibble, not like... No, swallowed whole. Hey, baby, let me... Yeah. Swallowed whole. Okay, so yeah. no, you are like then inside you go down a the throat yep. and... I saw, I've, huh. seen, I've seen a lot of YouTube videos of very unique people who uh, essentially <laughs> depict themselves being swallowed by specifically the blue fox lady from Star Fox Adventures. Uh, there's a lot of those. And, like... It's what like, is the inside of her esophagus like? Because I've always wondered. It's blue. Is it? Maybe she changes it up on the inside. It's often depicted as uh, very slimy and red. It's weird. You would think you would not be able to see anything, but there's a lot of first person traveling through the esophagus. So you bring light. Being in the stomach. Well, you just when you get swallowed, you have to wear a headlamp. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I'm like those kind of dorks wearing the helmet. <laughs> you enjoy that. That's fine. Hey, do your thing. You do you. Right. Don't, don't listen to me. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't wear a headlamp if you want to wear While a While being swallowed by My Little Pony. There or, she is. Or the blue lady from Star Fox. Or the blue lady. Wow, she's cute. All right. She's got a tiny mouth, up, though. Ryan? She does. I'd go down that throat. Come on. Maybe, maybe it unhinges. Yeah, oh, that's typically God. what happens. Uh, she, that's the one freaky. I saw, she had to like, take off her necklace because her jaw <gasps> dropped. Oh! Okay, okay, now that goes from being like, oh, she's cute to downright terrifying. Oh. I would prefer to think of her more as 50 feet tall. So they just like scale. Oh, I see. You know. It's more of that. Uh, what was that movie where with Martin Short? Ah, never mind. The, you know, Dennis Quaid, Martin Short. A lot of people like, are saying that. Like, yeah, he's miniaturized. Martin he Short goes inside. Inner space. Oh, inner space. Inner space is so good. That was a good movie. I remember movie. liking it, but that probably isn't a good sign because I was young and dumb. I don't know. Very influenced. Look, it was. It was like the eighties. It was eighties, right? It's a fantastic film. I remember there being like moments of comedy where. Uh, Dennis Quaid had to convince Martin Short that he had an ulcer because he was in his stomach because there was an, another evil shrunk down machine bot that he wanted him yes. to digest. So That's right. He made his stomach acids go crazy and killed killed him. And I remember like a skeleton bonking against Dennis Quaid's body ship. Well, that, that wasn't one of those things where the ship was going to return to size on its own, right? Where our, I think it was, and he was going to like He left splat. the guy in there. Yeah, he did. That dude yeah. died inside but, Martin but, Short. But he died, so maybe Wait, now that, that he's dead, he doesn't... He would yeah. just have, like, bo- like human-sized bones. Ex- like, three I, seconds after the movie ended, Martin Short just went... Just exploded, yeah. And nah, a like, skeleton rocketed it out Sorry, of to the microphone. I like the idea that he goes into the digestive system and, like, right as he gets pooped out, it goes... Yeah, immediately. <laughs> and you're like, just, whoa. Destroys I, like, the toilet. I did not feel that. <laughs> wow, uh, felt much smaller. Now you know uh, what that Futurama episode was referencing. <laughs> so, VR. 
Well, actually, things, before we get back to VR, be possible. we, we got to keep talking about Martin Short. We do got to get back to Martin Short. Uh, but we're going to talk about Crunchyroll for a minute because this ah. lovely podcast was brought to you by, in part by Crunchyroll. Uh, you said you actually watched a lot of things on Crunchyroll. Yeah. Um, I watched – shoot. So I don't know if – I'm pretty sure this is on Crunchyroll. You might want to look it up before I do, considering this is a sponsorship. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of great content on Crunchyroll. <laughs> nice vamp. Not, uh, not all of it involves a, somebody getting eaten by a fox lady. Though. Some of it does. Um, let, really? me, let me check no. here. Yes, that's it. Monster Musume. So, <laughs> holy. Okay. Wow. If you're not subscribed to, to Crunchyroll, you need to subscribe right now and watch that show. Uh, really? What's it about? Mo- Monster Musume? Okay. We live in a world where... There's okay. humankind and monster kind. In. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. And uh, for the first time ever, monster kind is living with humankind, which just so happens to in be... In harmony? A... Maybe not. Uh, essentially, so you have... like true blood with monsters. Kind of. Yeah. That's actually a good way to put it. Also, a lot more kinky and weird. <laughs> All uh, right. Yeah, figure that out. So, essentially, the there's a variety of half-monster, half-very-buxom anime girls... That what? live with this no. dude. Daywalkers, yeah. yeah. That live with this dude, and the premise is that he can't, he can't do anything to any of them, including sex, because that would be, cause a diplomatic incident between human and monster kind. Except the Lamia girl, I've only seen the first episode, so this is the only one yeah. I've dealt with. The Snake Lady is desperately in love with our hero. He's not really a hero; he's kind of a shithead. But um, so <laughs> anti-hero. Anti. There you, go. there you go. But she is like she is trying to get him to have sex with her all the time, and it's just it's a gnarly show because. Theoretically, I, okay. So I like watching that kind of garb, good good stuff because <laughs> uh, harem shows specifically always tend to appeal to weird like kinks and fetishes that probably guys don't even know they have. Yeah. So the Lamy girl, like, she is super dominatrixy. She's always beating on him and like constricting him because she's cold blooded and needs his body warmth and stuff. And he's like getting seriously. Sure, what a great does. justification. That's, a, oh, that's I got a hug on you because I need your body. Yeah. That's the line I use on Bernie all the time when I need my feet warmed up. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So it works. Uh, and it actually, in the <laughs> opening scene of the show, she's about to kill him, but he figures out that if he like shakes her tail off a little bit, she gets this motion. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit back and oh, forth you give on a that tail. Rattle? Just give a little, 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 rattle? little rubbing. Yeah. And then she somehow loses all of her concentration. Who knows what's going on? But uh, she just kind of relaxes after that. And then she falls for it. Yes. Well, apparently that was already so happening. But yeah, and then uh, it's it's weird, man. But yeah, you should watch that show. Everybody should watch that show. Control is awesome. That's actually one of the shows that's simulcast. Uh, Nine thirty on Tuesdays. Oh boy. Yeah. So All you right, can well, watch it as soon as it comes out I'll, in Japan. I'll put it in my calendar. <laughs> I'll light some candles. Well, we have an exclusive offer for our listeners. Try out Crunchyroll Premium for 30 days free with Crunchyroll.com slash The Patch. Unlimited anime, manga, and drama titles. Newest episodes as soon as one hour after air in Japan via simulcast. There you go. All episodes professionally subtitled, and all episodes are ad-free in 1080p HD. Enjoy uh, that. And my tongue doesn't always work. Sometimes it becomes a snake monster. Oh, you, you drink at work, I understand. You just, just apparently grab the tip and <laughs> rub it a little yeah. bit. Uh, okay, awesome. we're good. Enjoy across <laughs> all devices. Xbox, PlayStation, Wii U, Roku, Android, iOS, Roku, Apple TV, etc. That's crunchyroll.com slash thepatch. Thank you so much for sponsoring us. Yeah. Uh, also, another show to check out if you do that is I hear lots of good things about is it wrong to pick up to try oh. to pick up girls in a dungeon. That's the one I'm always saying I should go watch. Yeah. I have not yet gotten to I that. mean, you got to watch it just for the name alone. If it takes that long just to say the title, it's got to be great. Right? Anime titles are getting super long lately. Really? I it's mean, a it's a weird trend. It used to be like just Hunter x Hunter. Yeah. Bleach. No, no longer. Maybe it's for entire, entire sentences nowadays. Maybe it's for <laughs> searchability. Could be. I think, I think it's just this weird like meta competition of trying to find the next longer weird 
comedic title. Or are we just getting to the point where all the trademarks have been taken? So it's now it's just, you have to keep adding words. Fight, was, fight, go, hunt, demon for ultimate slang time. That's actually a really accurate a, title. That, you, we should probably trademark <clears throat> that quick. All right. We're, 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 we'll, uh, we'll make that one. Bikini Warriors is great, too. Bikini Warriors? Yeah. Yeah? It's the most gratuitous show I think I've ever seen. Just, uh, just Google it up real quick. Bikini Warriors? You'll be surprised. What? Can I turn the cam- turn to camera if I find Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's not pornographic. It, okay. it gets damn near close. <laughs> Essentially, it, it both makes fun of RPG tropes, but in the process, like, is all those tropes. So the cast is four very buxom ladies who wear almost nothing. But, like, in the first episode, they get better armor that's even smaller. <laughs> uh, and, like, only one of them is offended by this. And the rest of them go back into the dungeon, and they're fighting monsters in their little battle, like, battle tassels. They're like, oh, yes. crap, this is great. My defense is so high. I don't even feel like this fire attack anymore. This and the one basically who basically pasties, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, good show, good content. <laughs> uh, not quite like Fruits Basket. That one's, uh, that one's gratuitous in another way. That's I very always cute. liked Fruits Basket. It's Fruits super Basket. cute. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the first anime that I watched. I mean, it was only, I think, 13 episodes. So, pretty easy to be like, I watched the whole thing. Nice. But that was the first one that I watched all the way through. It was adorable. <laughs> I almost liked it so much that I was going to read the manga or what whatever That's, it is because the, it, it only had one season of the route. show but then a whole bunch more in the manga yeah uh but then i didn't no all right no i i mean i, st- I still intend to at Someday. some point but you know do you think that they would is it still running because they might have added a new character to match the new zodiac oh cool. right. Ophiacus. man what is that what, okay I, so what is it what is I, it an animal i don't even know i just I, one day they were like hey there's another uh zodiac and whatever it. man I, like, I, I felt like they really sprung that on us. I, gotta, I refused to accept it because I didn't want to change from being a Taurus. So it got you too. Yeah, I really feel like I was Sagittarius. Yeah. Um, Ophiacus? Yeah, that's close enough. Ophiacus? I'm pretty Which, sure it's Ophiacus. Don't, aren't they all represented by animals or... Oh, I guess Pisces well, is just twins. Sagittarius Wait, is a, kind of a Gemini. centaur. Uh, yeah. Cancer, Taurus. Yeah. Which one's the two sperm Ophiacus. That's uh. That's Gemini. Yeah. It's, it's meant two sperm. It's sperm. twins. You're right. It's kind of sixty-nine. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. Nice. Sixty-nining twins. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't come across that in any of my shows yet, but there's always time. Uh, maybe you haven't been doing enough research. Maybe next season of Bikini Warriors. <laughs> hey. Uh, well, a little so bit. So video games. Video game. Yeah. Little, actually, I wanted to mention this is a little bit more of a technical dive than we normally talk about. But uh, there was the whole dust up recently between AMD and NVIDIA over. Yeah. Direct, no, DirectX 12 support. Do you hear anything about this? I, I mean, I read about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's frustrating because my understanding of DirectX 12 and what it does mm-hmm. uh, essentially means that AMD's hardware was not optimized yet. And DirectX 12 is making it more optimized. NVIDIA's is like, no, we did that already. That That's done. We did that a long time ago. Right. And everyone's like, oh, AMD's so great. Though technically it's because they didn't do something they should have been doing. <laughs> Theoretically. I don't know. Um, I have a very surface level understanding of how DirectX 12 is supposed to. As do I, yeah. yeah well, it. essentially, it had to do with asynchronous calls and the ability to change gears sort of mid process. Yeah. Uh, which the pipeline setup for NVIDIA was just really not conducive to so far. Uh, the whole thing started because they went back and forth with a, a developer when they were doing some bench- benchmarkings that showed off that uh, the game ran so much better on AMD and just completely. He actually got worse, I think, on NVIDIA hardware. Not by much, but Interesting. Uh, all of a sudden enabling this, uh, this process in DX12 is allowing AMD hardware to far outstrip 
the higher end AMD hardware to far outstrip the higher end NVIDIA hardware. So we is saw that, very little boost at all. Is that raw benchmark or is that just improvement? Because AMD has not matched NVIDIA's high end performance for a while. Right. So is it just like AMD's there now and they have like 300% improvement, but they're still basically neck and neck at this point? No, no, no. It's a raw ben- benchmark. They're oh, now wow. out framing. Ooh, yeah. Uh, which, you know, NVIDIA, I have a hard time <laughs> with. Here's my problem with AMD, or I guess going back to ATI, because yeah. ATI was the original video game or video card manufacturer that AMD bought. Uh, God, their driver support has always been so awful. It's really bad. It's painful. I had to, when I was using a lot of ATI cards, I had to hang on to the one driver set that worked. And like every time a new release, I'll try that. Nope, going back. Like there was, it was kind of a routine process to try a new driver, realize that it crashed all my games, and then uninstall and roll back to the previous version that actually ran things. So. Yes, that was a pain. I don't know if it's any better. I've been on NVIDIA for the past, like, eight years? Yeah, same. As far as, like, PC hardware goes, I got, like, early on, I just went, NVIDIA works for me great. And I've always done NVIDIA since then because I've had a really good track record with it. Mm-hmm. No, like, I don't do comparisons when I buy a new card, whatever. I just go, like, which NVIDIA card do I want today? NVIDIA probably loves me. The industry <laughs> as a whole is like, you stupid bitch. Why are you just doing that? Like, why aren't you being smart about it? It's easy. I mean, they've they've been pretty dominant for a while now. Uh, and AMD's been doing a good job of holding Until now, apparently. Well, yeah. I mean, DX12 is not like it came out of nowhere. I mean, people should have seen it coming. But the thing you never know with NVIDIA is whether they'll be able to pull it out in a driver update. Which... <laughs> I mean, they, uh, that is what has always sold me on NVIDIA is their ability to improve performance and deliver consistently functional drivers. Yeah. Also, but. all of Twitter, all uh-huh. of Twitter would like you guys to know that the uh, 69ing sperms is actually cancer. Cancer? Really? That's the crap. What's, what is, is Pisces the M? No, wait, Gemini is the M. I don't know. I why, mean, is, why is that? I'm going to go with Twitter on this. I'm assuming that's right. There's got to be a reason for that. I don't really care what it is. I just know that there has to be one. I mean, it's, it. it's like a made-up symbol, so... That's true. It doesn't really up, have to make all sense. letters made-up symbols? It's probably like Greek for mu or something. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's it. Mu, M-U, not M-O-O, like cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was pronounced mu. Is it? I don't know. Maybe. Isn't that the cat from... Mew. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon. Yeah. I there. learned that today. We brought it back to games. The one talking cat. Oh, Meowth. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. But no one else cares that <laughs> the whole subspecies of Pokemon can learn to talk. There are, there are some throwaway episodes where there's, like, scientists the trying to capture bother. Meowth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the thi- that's, that is literally it. Uh, Meowth was lonely and wanted to learn how to talk. And I think he was, like, in the ceiling. He was a wild cat and then watched a kid, like, reading child, child books or something like that. He spied on English. That so was it. You're Thank right. you, Meg. Is the lesson that if you love a Pokemon less, it will learn more? I guess, I guess, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's not right. gonna—it's not gonna fight as hard, but it'll hold a nice conversation with you. So you got to get your priorities set. Yeah, I mean, do you want a Pokemon that talks, or do you want one that'll win in uh, tournament or whatever they do? Treat them yeah. mean, keep them linguistic. This all—this all came up because of Pokemon Go is coming out, which is actually yeah, game news. Yeah, yeah, yeah there we actually go. Actually, sounds really cool. Um, Does so- it? Yes. Well, in a, in a, Did you ever play Ingress? No, I've, I know nothing about Pokemon. <gasps> right. So in a, in a, you, we just covered the entirety of my knowledge of Pokemon. There was a cat right. at talk. Well, we're gonna fix that. All right. Let's so do it. Uh, Ingress, we got to start with the foundation. Um, the the company that's working on Pokemon Go, okay. uh, Niantic, made Ingress, which is like a um, 
a location-based ARG. You play with your phone, and then you go take over real-world locations like a monument or a sculpture like or Foursquare. something like that. And then, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's Foursquare turned into a game. Okay. Using, like, Google Maps. Uh, it actually came out of Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, an internal startup. And they, um, you, so you capture, like, a triangular area, and then that's, you're, you're one of two sides, Enlightened or Rebellion? That sounds right. I don't remember. I think so. Or the Rebels. I, or Resistance. I think it might be Resistance. Team Rocket, um, Team Rocket. So you're either the Enlightened people or Team Rocket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so it's sort of a battle for territory, and you just, you, you play it out by capturing these In locations with a, with a whole bunch of people. So it's like an ARG MMO mobile game with Google Maps. And this is like that, except with Pokemon. So it's real world based. Um, you go to places, there'll be a Pokemon there. I, the initial trailer is a little bit vague, but it seems like you fight the Pokemon, you can capture Pokemon, and then you can trade Pokemon, you can battle with someone else's Pokemon, and then it seems like there's bass, bo- like bass bottles, uh, boss <laughs> battles that will just pop up places. Or, you or can bass go, battles, you fight bass. You bass fight gigantic like fish. <laughs> That's the new Pokemon for this one. Nice. And, uh, there you have those. <laughs> <laughs> you those. And uh, there's like this wearable thing. It's like a little... It uh, looks like a little Pokeball with a button on it that will alert you. It just uh, connects to your phone with Bluetooth right. and will alert you if you're near a Pokemon. Oh, that's nice. So you don't have to constantly walk around with your phone out like, oh, I guess that's how society works. But instead you have to walk around with this dorky Pokemon thing out. Just on your wrist? It's like a style thing, so your right? wrist, you can, you can pin it dangle, elsewhere, dangle, dangle. I think. It's like, a, it's like a little vibrate thing, and it lights up when it sees it. <laughs> that's the th- um, I'm not sure the vibration is strong enough for Ryan's purposes, though. Lawrence's idea. Everyone. Hey, credit where credits do. Uh, <laughs> why don't I don't know? Phones light up and vibrate already. I in, I don't understand mm-hmm. the point of the thingy, but everything else about it seems really cool and like it could really, really, really take off. But you have to actually fling your wrist out, right? Do to, you to throw the pokeball? Who knows? Uh, they haven't said specifically how any of it's going to work. It's yeah. just a bunch of like like potential, a bunch of ideas, a bunch of like this is this is what it's going to feel like. Mm-hmm. Maybe not exactly work this way, but. I just yeah. kept having flashbacks to that whole when the Wii launched and they didn't, when they launched it, it didn't come with that wrist strap. So it was yeah. just like people were destroying <laughs> their TVs. Well, I remember uh, – so way before all this, there was actually that April Fool's joke that Google Maps did. Oh, yeah. That was, that was Pokemon people with Google that. Maps. I swear <laughs> to God, I think that's where it came from. Yeah. Because uh, they said um, – uh, Nintendo, or the the Pokemon company, rather, said that they had been talking to Niantic for, like, around two years. The timing of that matches up pretty closely. So they did this uh, April Fool's last year. It was, like, a five-day event. And uh, at the time, I think they had a thing where you, like, hold up your phone and uh, see a Pokemon through it. At least that's what the Google Maps trailer kind of said reality. you did. I didn't actually play it, but, it, it, yeah, it was augmented mm-hmm. that way. So you can get an idea what the game would be like to play from probably the April Fool's thing, except now it's way more flushed out. I thought the April Fool's thing, and I only heard other people playing it, uh, I thought it was just you went to Google Maps, the website, and scrolled around the maps, and you could just zoom in and find a Pokemon on the map. Like, I didn't think you had to go there with your phone. Oh, well, that's boring. who do no, that? But pe- a lot of people did it, because they wanted to find all 151 or whatever. So they yeah. would basically be scrolling around, and they'd be like, oh, I found one in India. And then they would, like, share the map coordinates, and everybody would go there. And oh, that's them. really disappointing. I was hoping you go places. I was going to say, I mean, this it'd be really interesting if that was actually... Somebody's a- losing their minds, because we're 
We're yeah. probably both wrong about this, and he's just screaming. Well, just conceptually, I mean, you think about the idea yeah. of... Hold on, Meg's oh, good, good. coming. I come got, in. like, two Pokemon, and you did just scroll around okay. your Google no, Maps, and you just touched that's it. that's so sad. But you couldn't... I tried to, like, that's zoom cool, out to be like, sweet, how many can I see? But you had to be a certain amount zoomed in for it to even show up. Yeah, okay. yeah. But you got, like, a thing from Google if you caught all 151. Yeah, yeah, you, got, like, yeah you got, you got Pokemon, uh, like, Master yeah, Pokemon Business Master th- Cards. Yeah. It's super cute. Well, I, I thought like that's cool. Idea, I mean, people people do that anyway with Google Maps. Like, have you ever gone to Street View in like bad cities and bad areas and just try to find people getting shot? <laughs> I have not. You can do that. Um, in Compton, once I saw like I saw something on Street View of a dude just like with a gun out. Like, <laughs> fucking awesome. I'm glad I wasn't there. The but. thing is, you never know if the, that's someone that has been followed because there were these groups of people that will just follow the camera, the car. They will go do stunts. They'll like they'll the see yeah, it. And they'll they'll do drive things. way in front of it and mm-hmm. then they'll do something stupid like. Like take all their pants off and sit on top of their car. Right, that's pretty awesome. But uh, hey, so this would be a really interesting idea, though. So if if Pokemon Go works more based off of like an actual geolocation, yeah, that's that's how Ingress worked. So I mean, you you've basically just created that world for realsies. Yep. Where it's like, oh man, oh, you get you do you hear about those Pokemon up in Ohio? They're wild right now. You gotta mm-hmm. go get one of those. Where people will go places and actually tame local Pokemon and then battle each other. Yep. They've created that in the real world. Yeah. That's the Pokemon world. That's really cool, right? We don't need it's reality cool. anymore. And this is... Or this, clothes. This is the first... Or clothes. Yeah, Just or get clothes. rid of them. Take them all off. Well, where are the Pokemon? You first. <laughs> we, uh... This is the, this is the frustrating <laughs> thing when, when everyone was like, Nintendo should just put Pokemon on phones. They don't do that. They, like... It would be easy, yes. And it would probably earn lots of money. But it would also like <laughs> cannibalize 3DS sales and not be anything new. Yeah, I think I think that's an aspect. I think the bigger aspect is like if we're going to go to this platform, we're going to do something with the platform that makes it unique, as opposed to just it is another game that's called Pokemon and you tap, fight, and you use items. Yes, that would probably earn some money. But this is like has the potential to be a phenomenon, and that seems to be where Nintendo's head is at. And it's so weird that people still don't get that. They're just just put Mario on phones. Like no, if Mario is going to go to phones, it's going to do it in some unique way that. Changes how people think about Mario for a little bit. Yeah, you know, sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't, but you have to give it to Nintendo. They try a lot of new stuff. Yeah. They try a lot of weird new ways of interacting with things. Ryan's eyes are watering because he dislikes Nintendo Yeah, so I don't, I mean, I hate them. What do you dislike about it? I'm curious. This is not, a, uh, not an aggressive question. I mean, I'm not, it's okay. We're all friends here. Okay, come here. Hold on. Oh, God. For one second. You got a little thing on no, there. Oh, God. What are you doing? No, this is nice. You got yeah, you got a little fuzzy up there. It. You actually do. Nice. You're not going to rip my eye out, right? No, of course not. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have that much of a problem with Nintendo. It's just kind of fun to poke at them because of the the different direction. Well, you know, they they do a lot of things that don't make sense to me as a gamer in the sense yeah. that it's like, well, you're really late adopters on things like HD. Uh, you're, you, that you're was one pretty big disappointment. You're restricting you know people on YouTube being able to use your content oh, to make yeah, content. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of a few ways that personally it's like really inconvenient to to me and the company that they do the things they do. I do respect a lot that they've done, like being very pioneering in the motion control world when that wasn't really a thing. Yeah. Um, which I, I think we can pretty easily point at things like Kinect and say that that was a product sort of of where Nintendo went. But yeah, they just, I, I think my, my main fallout with Nintendo was I just, uh, I guess I outgrew most of their games mm. in the sense that the type of gaming that I wanted to do just really didn't line up with most of their titles anymore. Not like I aged out of it, but just like that wasn't the type of gaming that I was looking for anymore. That makes sense. And it's just fun to poke at people who are like super diehard Nintendo it's fans. It's pretty easy to, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, 
It's strange. Uh, Nintendo is kind of the Disney of video games in mm-hmm. that, you know, they have their they have their they have their good and bad spells. They have they have these icons that meant a lot to people in their childhood, and a lot of people feel a very strong attachment to that. And you can just like slide into a room and say Disney's terrible, and yeah. some people will just go insane. And it's kind of fun to do that sometimes. So yeah, Sleeping Beauty defined my childhood. What they need is their Pixar. Mm. Well, even Pixar is having some rough times lately. <clears throat> That's true, but they've also been a powerhouse that, if you ask me, has brought Disney back from doing like the fifth straight to home video sequel. I mean, they, they Aladdin much- Seven was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> back so, to Agrabah. <laughs> maybe maybe Nintendo just needs that, and they did just name a new uh, president. Two, number two, <laughs> new president. So really? it's a uh, yeah. Uh, no. no, no, not Disney. Nintendo. Sorry, oh, Nintendo. Oh yes, they did. Yeah. So um, t- Tatsumi, nope. Tatsumi Kimishima? Find a pronunciation. I'm going to read this real quick. I used to shave with a razor that was so old, it thought steampunk was still cool. I, I modified it. Like there was a sweet burn. I don't, know if I, I don't know if I got it in there. All right. Why did I torture myself with that gross old blade for weeks and weeks? Because I didn't want to shell out $20 for a pack of new ones. DollarShaveClub.com changed all that. They totally revolutionized the way that I shave. Down here, mainly. Like up here, it's, it's hit or miss. But down here, yes. Smooth. Uh... Now I shave with a fresh blade whenever I want. DollarShaveClub.com delivers a whole sleeve of amazing razors for just a few bucks. I pop on a fresh blade whenever I want. Shaving with a fresh blade feels fantastic. You just get a better shave. DollarShaveClub.com's razors are so good, millions of guys have joined up. And some ladies. Probably millions of them, too. The billion-dollar razor corporations are freaking out. But instead of lowering their bloated prices, they're trying to fool us into milking the same blade for an entire month. And that's gross. Have you seriously looked under a blade that you shaved with a few times? Oh, yeah, it's super yeah. gross. A lot of dead skin and stuff. Yeah. And, like, yeah. like, little bits of hairs. I think you could build a new me out of all my razors. you got to bang it out on the, on the sink. Uh, they, pre- they price gouge. <laughs> yeah, that would... Do you, do that on the, do you actually do it in the sink, at least? Yeah, okay. knock all the shit out. Yeah. yeah. Does that work for you? Because it's real in there for me. Oh uh, yeah, you have to you have to do it pretty immediately and constantly. Uh, okay. So shave, 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 bam, 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 and then like look and okay. I, I guess I just didn't get a good enough instructional when I was growing up. Oh, I didn't either. Properly I shave. Figured this junk. It was a late. Out. I was a late adopter to facial hair. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Mine's still coming in. <laughs> uh, they price gouged us for long enough. I'll never go back to squeezing weeks and weeks of shaves out of a disgusting old blade. Upgrade to shaving with a fresh blade whenever you want. It's such a luxury, and it's a third of the price. Join me. And most of us here at the patch, and millions of others who have figured out the smarter way to shave. Join Dollar Shave Club right now by going to dollarshaveclub.com/patch today. That's dollarshaveclub.com/patch, not the just patch. Thank you, Dollar Shave Club. All right, so I'm just looking up a little bit more information about uh, Kimishima. He yeah. used to be the NOA president, right? Uh, CEO. CEO. So he tends to use other people as like the public face. So like Reggie was always the public <laughs> face of Nintendo of America, even while Kimishima was CEO. Mm-hmm. Uh, so probably that'll happen. They, I, I don't know if it's a promotion or just a title change for like Miyamoto. He's now Creative Fellow. Oh, I see. Um, <laughs> creative he, Fellow? A, that's his, he sure that's is a his, Creative Fellow. his business fellow. card. Creative Fellow. He's been like, yeah. And yeah, Dapper yeah. Gentleman. Yeah. All around nice guy. Have you, when Miyamoto um, smiles, the world gets a little brighter. <laughs> he's got the cutest face. He does. And he made that blue Star Fox lady. Right? Yeah. So he, I mean, know, that's Star Foxes. Did all the 12-year-olds of the world a favor. Yeah. Um, got them all started on that furry path pretty early. He actually drew the first esophagus. Like, people don't know that. <laughs> he was but. the one to discover esophagus. Yeah. So he did, he, he's done a lot. <laughs> um, he's actually an ENT, ear, nose, and throat guy. 
<clears throat> that was his title before he came creative fellow. But he likes to work as you know other people as sock puppets to yeah. hide his greatness. That's you know he's very experienced with the sock guy, so you can just bring him <laughs> right in there. Well, we're getting towards the end, so I wanted to hit a few other uh, topics before we're kind of sort of lightning roundish. Uh. <laughs> hey, you got something? No, I'm just getting corrected on pronunciation. Tatsumi. Tatsumi. Kimishima. Mishima. All right. Okay. Um, Telltale's Minecraft coming out pretty soon. It's going to actually get a physical release, which is okay. It's been a while since. That's going to be weird, right? I mean, are they yeah. going to are the they going to wait till it's completed? Is it about until? Steve? No, it's no. not about Steve. So it's, it's like all in fact, you have a, an option at the beginning to be either Patton Oswalt voiced character, or there's a uh, a female character too. And I looked her up, well, but I didn't really recognize her. From there's anything. something like six characters, right? This is the first mm-hmm. time you can pick a female playable yes. character. Although that's that took a still while. In, in a Telltale. Oh, I see. Wait, well, no, you you could be a girl in Borderlands that you pick. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. You don't okay, have yeah, the yeah. option to choose between. There's not. Yeah. There is no variability. Yeah, I remember that announcement came out. and I was like, well, there have been plenty of. Oh, okay. Well, that's a very. I mean, it's a very specific like first. Really pigeonhole that but, one. But yeah. you know, it's first. Uh, okay. First. I, it's weird. I like Telltale. I like Minecraft. This one's sort of flying under my radar. I'm really yeah. curious about it. And I'm not sure if it's because I like Minecraft for the exact opposite reason. I like Telltale games. They are essentially. Polar, polar opposite experiences, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you go from no traditional story as such, completely open world, do whatever you want. You can just, like, dig this hole, or you can go off and fight monsters, or you can you can mine, or you can do all this crazy stuff and make a computer out of redstone, <laughs> or you can um, decide one of these three responses to a conversation and do it quick, and they will remember that. Yeah. Well, you know, they're, they're, they're just so different that... I, I heard a lot of really good things uh, at PAX. People got to play it, and they really, really liked it. So maybe I'm just overly skeptical. But so far, I'm just, just I'm holding off on getting too excited for it. I mean, I think you could say arguably right now, Telltale is one of the better storytellers in terms of gaming. Uh, so, I mean, while that is a huge gulf in pure, basically pure gameplay to pure story for the most part, because Telltale is very light on actual moving things around, you just kind of select story options. That's maybe because their engine sucks and they need to redo the it. The engine is real bad and it's I hope that better. they fix that. Tales from the Borderlands looks pretty good. I mean, it, it looks, looks pretty Borderlands, good. But it still has kind of like... Right, like yeah. the action sequences I always find they're like a little bit sluggish. I'm mm. always like, come on, you can do it. It's also like every time there's a camera cut, there's like one or two frames where the character models either aren't there or in the wrong yeah. pose. So every time it's cut, there's like this weird little visual bonk and you're like, oh yeah, I'm watching a... I'm basically a machinima TV series. Yeah. And then it gets yeah. a little weird. You'd think... They would nail that stuff because cinematography is kind of important if you're doing a TV show. <laughs> well, hey, what do I know? Right. I just hope that with all the, the cash dollars they're making with all their like licensed IPs and doing all this crazy stuff and built making way more games than it seems like any, any one company could be making. Yeah, that's weird. Um, hopefully they can afford to put a whole bunch of developers to work on a nice new engine. Well, I mean, For when Minecraft. would they do it? When would they build this new engine? For their next, next, next game. I mean, right. it's probably iterative. I'm sure that... I'm sure that there's some people refining the tech over and over again. I think from their perspective, the most important part is probably what they already nailed, which is that they can create assets quickly and revise like script and VO and like position actors in a scene like really, really fast. Yeah, it's so. all the six-month gap between Wolf Among Us yeah. <laughs> uh, episode one and episode two that. She's a little bitter about that. Yeah, a little bitter. I hold a grudge. <laughs> Those like – it's strange when that happens, and I, there's always got to be a story behind it because right now, like, I'm waiting for Life is Strange to finish up so I can start it. Um, I'm sold on it. I want to play it, but I don't want to get super into it and then have to wait. 
The last episode doesn't even have a release date yet. And it's been like, what, a month and a half? Yep. Episodic gaming, it's it's really a weird sinkhole where it's like you're, you're going out on a limb and assuming that they are going to deliver you the rest of it in timely fashion. That's, I don't... I was really excited about mm-hmm. episodic gaming at first. And Telltale is one of the few companies that seems to be uh, succeeding at yeah. that model. Like the only one. I mean, Life is Strange's run is almost done. And that would be like, as far as I can tell, the second developer who's ever actually done it. Well, su- successfully, on, there, there, there have been some other... Yeah, that finished up. Kentucky <laughs> yeah. Route Zero, Real timely. I think, did it. Yeah, there, there have been a couple of, of episodic games, but Telltale is, like, the episodic game company. But I'm just... I'm a little over it. I don't know if it was one of those gimmicks... Not, not like a, a gameplay gimmick, but almost like a genre that, for me, ran its course really quickly. Mm. And now I just... I'm going to wait until the whole thing is out, and then I will play it. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. It's, it's weird that people, people conflate the two like you're supposed to enjoy them in the same way. And you basically said as much that you enjoy Minecraft and episodic gaming in different ways. Ep- like, episodic games are just TV shows. And if you don't like the TV show because it's a game, that doesn't make the TV show better. So if, if there's a series you don't like and you don't like the writing, you don't like the characters, you don't like the story, you can just walk away from it like you'd walk away from any bad TV show. But, like, just from the Borderlands, the writing's actually really funny and the voice acting's really good. So I'm in it for the performances. Honestly, I wish there was an autoplay button. Like, I could just bonk and then just mm-hmm. watch the episode. I don't really care about the choice because it's never going to matter that much. It can't. Yeah. It's because every time they give you a meaningful decision, they have to create assets to reward both those decision paths. And that takes time. It costs money. So all the market forces kind of push against that being a thing. And so often it's not. So I'd rather just say, just play. And give me achievements, basically. <laughs> I mean, when you look at Minecraft, though, like, because it's so devoid of any really story... What is Telltale really going to be working with that's a hook to that? I'm curious about that. So, I mean, really, if you just look at it as a, another Telltale story brought to you by Minecraft, that's really all there is to it. I mean, there's not like uh, you're going to learn the tale of Steve and it's going to make <laughs> yeah. some kind of substantive difference the to the way you play Minecraft. You're not going to be like, oh, man, I better not get him eaten by a spider. He's got a family to go back to. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it does seem like it's just an adventure that takes place in a yeah, Minecraft really? world. It's like people are blocky. I was kind of hoping that the characters in it would be played by humans that you never meet. But <laughs> they, like, go into the game and they talk about their real-world day. And then through their conversations and the way they play, you start to get hints about what they're going through in real life. Like, maybe one of them's kid is a mom who's sick or something. Like, these are easy. Oh, that's true. So, like, like the guild, the Minecraft game? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Except you're only seeing the, the fake World of Warcraft version of those characters mm-hmm. and the way they interact there is how you kind of learn about them. And, you know, you can have, like, the quiet player and all of a sudden they start talking and you get to know about them in episode four or something like that. You can have episodes focusing on different players that drop in and out of this server. Like, there's a construct there that could work. I don't know that that's where they're going with it, but that's – in my head, I'm like, yeah, I, w- I would play that. I, w- I would watch that. That's <laughs> a really interesting concept. <laughs> that does I'd... seem like a lot like a like it would be a good mission-animated series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it never even occurred to me that they might go that direction with it. Oh, so that's I, a really good take on it. I mean, they may not. I don't know. Now I don't you, know you anything have, about it. You may have just ruined it for me. Yeah. Because they may not do that and be like, oh, man, Lawrence's idea was way better. Set the bar really high. <laughs> well, it's just an idea. I, I, I didn't write the script. It'd probably be bad if I tried to. So, <laughs> uh. I wonder how this game is going to sell. Because Minecraft has sold silly millions. It Telltale sells pretty well. I mean, Telltale sells pretty well. Minecraft sells really, really well. But I also feel like... Is it just me or is Minecraft starting to fall off a little well, it's bit? it's because everybody owns it. You can't sell any more copies when everybody owns it. But even almost 
interest. I noticed oh, yeah. like on YouTube, a lot of people are switching away from Minecraft to other stuff. It's not. Is this just media? Is like the is the viewership going down, or are people producing less Minecraft? I think it's a little bit of both. Okay, it's a, and, and I'm not sure if it's just because it's. I'm not sure if it's because you know of just people. The creators are doing something new and and dragging the viewers' interest along with it, or if uh, it's just the game's been around for a really long time now. Again, it got saturated, and eventually it stops being this new exciting thing. And it's still part of a lot of people's lives, but it's not something that they seek out so much. Yeah, I mean, the the, the game is only... Well, especially if you're talking about it on consoles, it's only so dynamic. Like, you can yeah. come up with a lot of stuff. It's very open in that way, but you get to a threshold where you're like... All right, I've summited every mountain. I've torn down every mountain. You guys have spent a lot of time in Minecraft. We've been in there a while, yeah. So, I mean, there's only so much creativity you can have. That Eventually, you get to a point where you're just, like, doing things that you could do better elsewhere. Even go outside. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean I think there are some mods, for sure, that would keep it alive, that can change the game and do whatever you like. Stuff that I didn't even realize. Like, I didn't know that there's the there's the ether. Yeah. And there's the one that lets you go in space. Yep. We played that one. Uh, it's not Galaxy Quest. It's, uh, shoot, I forgot the name of it. Um, but, yeah, we played a couple episodes so, of like there, Galacticraft. There ah, we go. Yeah. So there's a lot you can do with it from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. But even so, eventually, well, eventually you'll probably just be like, we should try something new. That's the same way GTA 4 was. I mean, it had a much longer tail on PC just because of the modding community. And I'm sure that'll work the same for Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, Xbox and uh, PS4 probably about hmm. end of life pretty soon, I imagine. Or they'll have to come up with uh, the, the, only, the well, other two I ways out would be. I think the um, the Windows 10 edition of mm-hmm. Minecraft. I don't think it supports mods quite yet, but mm-hmm. I think eventually that's the goal. And the idea is to make it so that you can bring a lot of that stuff across to consoles, similar to what Fallout 4 is going to do, where you can have a mod and it works on different platforms. Because if you don't, if you can't mod on console, which still like boggles my mind that there's so many copies of Minecraft sold on console that just can't do that, yeah. and have to pay for like texture packs and all that, um, you can only do it for so long. I will say, I think maybe they're sitting on some of that because they're going to use it as a, a big pitch point around Hololens. They've already, mm. I mean, it's already in half the promotional materials for Hololens, and that's an interesting way to really bring that sort of game into a real modern era because now you can play it in this very exclusive way and they gotta they have to have something to work hololens with to broaden the the base of people are trying to sell it to right but we have no idea how long yeah. it's going to take for hololens to come out it's yeah. true Maybe all they've be, said is windows 10 time frame that'll be their half-life 3 it's minecraft 2 with hololens that's so Weird that HoloLens, is, it doesn't feel like a consumer-facing product to me. Maybe not yet. Not yet. But Well, I mean, a lot of their ads are. I mean, there's the one yeah. where it's like the whole family and like the, the daughter steals it and she runs to her room and then the mom's like, where's my HoloLens? I need that for work. And she takes it and goes to work. And it's like, here's a car. All that stuff. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. That sounds really That's lame. a good retelling of it, I think. Uh, I was pretty close. Yeah, it's, everyone in the family steals it. The little boy's like, shooting aliens. Pew, pew, pew. I hate it when you watch a video like that and you can imagine... The, like, table that a lot of people are sitting around was <laughs> like, I don't know, what about a family? And they're all stealing the Hollands from each other because they love it so much. Right. Nobody's like, yeah. And the parents are using it for work, and then yeah, the kids are, like, work. shooting things. Kids are having fun. Let's go to lunch. Now let's go drink. Sold. Yeah, basically. Then they just start throwing Minecraft money at the, <laughs> the bartender. 
Yeah, I think one of the most disappointing things about Hollands is I hear a lot of great things about that as well. Bernie was raving about really? it after he tried at 83. But one of the downsides being that, you know, like you were talking about with the whale and filling your uh, yeah. filling your, your frame of, of vision so that it just it's completely immersive, that there's like a, a an edge around the hologram. Yeah. That's not that it doesn't display any of that, so, which would completely destroy your immersion. I think so. And it's it w- not really designed for quite the immersiveness of the VR headsets. It's I don't think. not, but it's like the idea is to be able to project things into your world, which is a, a crazy cool concept until it's broken and you see how not real it is. That's true. Uh, it, it seems like it's, it's entirely designed around having a point in space where you know a holographic thing will be. So you can look right at it and be like, awesome, there's that thing. It's, it seems less like you're meant to just walk around and discover with it because, yeah, it would just clip into your view and be like, oh, there's a balloon there and like swat at it. <laughs> that, that seems a little less interesting than understanding that when you look at this table, there will be a thing there. And when you look away from it, it won't be there. Uh, that, that makes a little more sense to me. So the only thing I can figure is they're going to give – like I don't know how the, the Minecraft table – worked mm-hmm. that display but all i can imagine is that it's kind of like there's a qr code and that's what it anchors the display to so you knowingly put that on the table and you're like okay now my game's gonna be there and you're like no 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 no, like running around mm-hmm. the table it's weird to me to imagine just like going around your home and finding weird things on the walls or something like that because yeah. it doesn't seem like an immersive experience there have been some vision videos that seem really cool that have they have neat ideas like just projecting a skype window so you're having oh, that's cool. you're having mm-hmm. like a video call with someone it's just like projected up in the air over here um in your world and that sort of stuff is really cool again We'll see how it actually turns out because there have been a lot of vision videos from Microsoft. Connect had some very compelling ones, yeah. and I still could never scan my skateboard. Uh, <laughs> assuming that it, first I had to go get a skateboard, but then I couldn't scan it. Uh, so we'll Connect see. In one hand, skateboard well, it's a software problem. It's going right? to be a good day today. <laughs> one hour later, fuck this. <laughs> throwing the skateboard in the trash can. Twenty minutes later, throwing the Connect in the trash can. <laughs> so um, we'll see how it actually ends up in execution. Yeah. I have hopes. I hope that, you know, what people have seen, they seemed really happy about. But again, that edge thing, I think, needs to be solved before it can be really immersive. FOV, yeah, is definitely going to be their issue. Um, Well, before we wrap up, I did want to mention real quickly uh, that Taken King came out yesterday. Uh, I've been a longtime complainer about various things in Destiny. Uh, And I would like to say tentatively that it seems like they have taken the lack of story concerns that a lot of people have had and and definitely work towards better incorporation in your actual play experience. There's uh, a lot more work done putting in voices and personality into the characters you're dealing with, especially right now. It's uh, I haven't played all through the entire thing because we're doing kind of a Let's Play series with it, but uh, Nathan Fillion's character, Cade Six, is definitely much more of a personality, where previously there would be guys that you just talk to in the tower and they would say like one bite of line. Yeah. Uh, and then that was it. Like you, it's like all right, you got Nathan Fillion to stand in a tower and not tell me anything. Yeah, cool, sweet. Uh, but now he's actually got a personality, and it's like wow, you, you're you've you've got some kind of emotion to Man you. Boobs. Like you, what are you, yes, <laughs> he's actually a robot. So they grafted them on. It was way easier than for humans. Like there's no yeah, it's just weld weld good. But can he swallow you whole? I don't know. He's got a little sparky mouth. Uh, there might it be. Just, I, it just I don't know un- what's in there. Just unhinges and down you go. Yeah. But there's been all kinds of stuff. He's got a personality. You deal with Eris some more. Uh, all the, the your primary class trainers actually talk and interact with you finally. And they have little cutscenes that are like, oh, 
this is what history is in the world. You know, with Nolan North doing his like, hello, I am a robot. I'm a chipper robot. Yeah. So uh, tentatively, I'm, I'm going to say they've definitely added story. I like that. Like that it's in the game, not that I have to go to a website. Yeah. Read your grimoire, a few grimoire yeah. cards. So uh, next time, hopefully, I'll play through the whole, t- uh, the whole game and I can maybe talk more about it. But I'm hitting it hard right. when I get home. Temporary well, pass. We will I'm look forward to hearing more. Yeah. Well, Lawrence, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank We're you for having wrap me. up. Yeah. Uh, Next is episode of Game Club about Rocket League. That's right, uh, in which Bruce and Bernie will join me. We'll talk about that. So thank you so much for joining us. We will see you again next Wednesday for another episode of The Patch. Get a fucking set where we're all laying down. <laughs> hey, welcome to Patch Game Club where <laughs> we're all just reclined. <laughs> uh, just like, oh, put man. up a couple posts. Next it'll be just a blank stage. And like yoga mats, and we're all just laying on oh, three downward dog. Can we have like a yoga instructor come in too, and we'll just get a lesson while we're doing the? Have the you ever game met club? the yoga instructors? You don't want that. My sister's a yoga instructor. My mom's a yoga. I like to apologize, your words, sir. I like to apologize yeah. to Ryan's sister. What about my mom? Oh, I wish, I wish your life had turned out better, Ryan. Sister. <laughs> <laughs> you could be something besides a yoga instructor. Well, today we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> yoga instructors and Rocket League, which go together well. Which is ironically the uh, you know it's very fitting with the yoga comments. Like, that's the most athletic that I get is playing Rocket League. Playing yeah. Rocket League. Dude, I play a ton of it. I don't know about you guys, but I played a ton of it. I've slowed down. Did you play the? Did you play the original? Whatever it is, oh, the, the super acrobatic whatever. Yeah. No, I did not play the original. I played. I've only played a couple hours of Rocket League actually. Okay, and I've been itching to play it just because everybody keeps talking about it, and it was so much fun that for that one hour that we played. It's got an early hook into it that keeps you playing for a while. But yeah. I mean, it, the, one of the things I, I really do like about Rocket League is it's always a level playing field. So it's a, I guess, brief description. It's basically cars playing soccer, soccer playing would be soccer. the best way to yeah. describe it. Playing football, uh, depending on yeah. who you ask. Sure. There you go. Uh, you can jump, you can uh, do flips and things like that to hit the ball, but you can just run into them and drive straight into them and boost and things like that. That's pretty much the end of the description of the game. It's cars playing, rocket-powered cars playing soccer. Um, but the cars can jump. That's another curve. You can jump in the air and like yeah. do acrobatics in the air, turn around, like yep. hit the ball a certain way. Yep. To get kind of a good thump on the ball. Okay. But there's no upgrades. So they're all cosmetic things that you can unlock, the but the, the yeah. cars are always the exact same. There's so many theories about that, though. Like, there's yeah. the van that you can unlock, and there's, like, people yeah. who swear that the van has a better chance of giving a demolition on something else, but it absolutely doesn't as far nah. as I can tell. It's all just cosmetic stuff. It is all just uh, cosmetic, because I, I actually, it's been funny watching, or playing that game, and watching the strategy of people playing Evolve, mm-hmm. um, so it started off where everybody was just always on offense. Basically, it's like little kids playing soccer. Yeah, 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 yeah. they're all running yeah. on the other side of the field. Yeah, yeah, and, and then they're all just around the ball constantly. Right, <laughs> that's the next thing. Kicking, yeah, <laughs> and falling down. Uh, but it's evolved now where uh, there's usually at least one player that'll stay back in the goal. Yep, and start playing goalie, which is really frustrating. Uh, I, in times. the games that I played, nobody was doing that. Yeah, no, it's really been a swing where it's, I, you I guess start you're seeing ranking more up. and more of it. Uh, happening, and that may have something to do with it because there is a rank system. Uh, Did you play in the rank system? Well, there's okay. There's a social rank, right? No, which I is know. where the easiest right. to play. But then is. the actual like pro rank, and then there's yeah, there's actually a rank rank. Which again, there's no. The only real difference, at least up to this point, was the rank rank games. You can't just cycle into another game. Mm-hmm. You played one, and it would kick you back, and you'd have to find a new server. Oh, yeah, it was interesting. It was kind of lame. They fixed that 
I, either in a new patch that just came out or an upcoming patch. I've actually found ranked games to be easier, too. Really? And just the social games. I think everyone was scared to go into ranked for a while, you know, because they assumed, like, people were going to be flying around yeah. in the cars and everything. <laughs> but you very rarely run into those players because you can play. It's like anything, you know. It's like you can play with the basics where you can drive around and you can jump and hit the ball. Um you know, passing isn't really a thing. It's more like you more center. That's like the big yeah. the big strategy is to center it from the corners. Uh, and then uh, – or you can pass it to yourself if you get like kind of a breakaway. But usually it's like when people play, there's the idea that like they can take their cars and like fly them in. And you can pull those things off and you look amazing when you do it. But it, I, at least for me, it's like a 10% ratio of like even say, getting oh, yeah. close to the How ball. often do you pull that off? Yeah. It's, but when I've you do, seen it's like it done, though. But, yeah, but it's amazing. <laughs> there's always that one guy that's Oh, like, yeah. No, of course. Well, there's already, I mean, like, it's, it, there's an MLG league. There's, yeah. like, there's the eSports league that they just finished, uh, like, you know, season one or whatever of. And it's amazing. It's amazing to watch those guys play. And that's actually what I was yeah. doing before the this Patch Game Club. I was watching GIFs of... Just what's happening with Rocket just League? Just the good GIFs. people. GIFs. That's put him in the column. The reason GIFs. I call him GIFs is because that's the na- that's what the that's what the creator calls them. He calls them. We GIFs. can't we can't hey, do this. We can't even do the this creator can be wrong yeah, about something. We, I look. We he, can't sully he, another broadcast show with a GIF GIF discussion. <laughs> Sorry, it just, it just we'll note that Bruce matter. is firmly in the GIF column. Okay, great. It doesn't matter. But yeah, no, I mean, like that's one of those things that I I want to get really good at the game. But I'm curious. You played ranked, right? Yeah. Did you play ranked? I've played like one or two games ranked. I huh? did play it in the first month. Like I went sure. into ranked before they like reset it yeah. and they were going. How high did you get? Oh, you know, I only played like three or four matches and didn't oh, really okay. care okay. too much. All right. Yeah, all right, because yeah. I, like I want to get good at the game and get a, like a team together, you know, like a, a fun house team together. And yeah, we actually yeah. play for fun at the end of every day and like sort of get good at the game. But I was afraid. I was afraid to go into a ranked server. Oh, don't do it. No, yeah, no, go ahead. honestly, it's okay. all right. Yeah, I mean, well, by this point, I've uh, I've played enough of the non-ranked. Which still has a skill level rank, essentially. Right. Which is not really skill. It's just entirely like, how much did you play? Yeah. Um, and I've gotten up to pro, which I think is the highest level of that. But sure. there's only a few levels. That's, that's not like a major achievement or anything. That's but. how CSGO is. CSGO mm-hmm. has a social rank, basically, where you just get XP for playing. And then there's also your actual rank, which ranks you with other mm-hmm. players. It's nowhere near As the... The delineation that is in CS. I mean, no, it's like, no, no, yeah. not at all. <laughs> not, not, not yet in Rocket League, but seeing some of the stuff that happened to PAX and some of the stuff with you know the professional players, it's like it's getting there. It absolutely yeah. is getting there. It's, I very rarely run into those players though; they can play aerial. Okay, you know? that's yeah. true. I do run into a lot of players that are real bad. Oh, all the time. <laughs> like what you're Constantly. talking about too about the strategy of staying back in the goal. To me, there's something that's like been really well established just through everyone playing in the social playlist, mm-hmm. which is. Not everyone can reach the ball at tip-off or, or, you know, at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Because the ball sits in the center, everyone's back, but everyone's in different positions. Do you guys play two versus two or three versus three? Usually 3v3. Yeah, I play 3v3. Yeah, I I do a pretty solid mixture of those two. I never play one versus one or four versus four. Those are both nightmares. That's what I usually do is 3v3 or 4v4. I I put both and then whichever comes up comes Uh, up. 4v4 is It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I I liked it because it was so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't playing ranked, so. And those those games are like one to zero usually. Yeah. Yeah. Those are very low scoring because everyone's in the way constantly. Your teammates (laughs) blocking your shots and everything. But on on tip-off or whatever you want to call it, uh, when the cars all start in different positions, the person who's back should always stay back. Like drop like, back and Yeah, or just goalie. like they look well, around and they see that they're not going to reach the ball. Not always. Hold on, Ryan's got a different strategy. All right, go ahead. Well, no, that's the thing because the, the configuration of the cars at tip-off is not always the same. 
No, no, it is random. You're right. Yeah, there are but times there's usually somebody is. in the goal, and then yeah. there's two positions kind of in front of that. Yes. And that can be confusing because you think you're back, but you're not, <laughs> and then nobody goes for the ball. So you kind of have to go around, and there's little quick chats that you can do. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys play, first of all? Uh, I've actually been playing on Steam. I play on Steam with I'm, a controller. Do you play with yeah, a controller? I do. Okay. I play on PC with keyboard, actually. How um, is the keyboard Teddy on that? Do, Teddy does that, and I'm like, how uh, are you doing this? It's... it's I think it's actually harder. I'm, I'm a keyboard and mouse yeah. diehard. Like, and I, I think it's actually harder than playing with a controller, which is mm-hmm. very rare for me to say. To now, are you, are you using the camera lock-on when you're doing keyboard and mouse, or are you controlling the, the uh, camera yourself? No, I was using the camera lock-on. You like lock was, onto the ball? Yeah. Uh, yes. Because, like, again, I only played a couple hours, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what I used. It was, it was simple, but I felt like a controller, because I played also with a controller, and that was easier. I just don't have a controller at home. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, so I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm playing with keyboard. And it worked for me. I still had fun. Um, I didn't feel like I couldn't control the game because yeah. the game is, like, the gameplay is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd like to get good at it with keyboard and mouse. So. Uh, it's one of those things where you kind of, well, a lot of racing games have that same issue. It, like GTA, especially, feels hard to drive because it's all or nothing when your keyboard. Yep. It's yeah. like on or off. There's yep. no uh, analog fall off there. Correct. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so that helps a lot. But yeah. other than that, I mean, I, I could see someone being really good at Rocket League by being able to use the mouse to whip pan the camera. The auto track's great, hmm. but there are a lot of times when I disengage it because I've kind of developed my own little strategy for dealing with the goalies, <clears throat> which is I uh, when we get down to that end of the court, I'll just go straight for the goalie and just destroy and, him. Yeah, ram yeah. him. So you, you, so you need to unlock to go find a boost. Him in the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You basically need to unlock to go get a boost yep. and then go and find him. Yeah. I, that's, a, that's a great strategy for people who hang out in the goals. You kind of have to because well, it's really frustrating, though, because sometimes you get the goalies that are really good and, you know, they'll just deflect everything that gets anywhere oh. near the goal. It's frustrating when you have one on your team that spends his entire time in the goal and doesn't make a single save. That's that's yeah. kind every of the, time because you get to watch at the end. Yep, that's kind of the goalie that I am in, <laughs> in real soccer too. By the way, like I like to play goalie, but I'm not good at it. <laughs> um, I, I, I would like to, I don't know. I'd like to get better at being a goalie. I'm usually more of a defensive player than an offensive player when it comes to sports. But uh, so like with, when offense, I would it was all four of us we played four before running at the ball. Yep. And I was like, this is dumb. So I stayed back, mm-hmm. and I got scored on immediately. <laughs> uh, but it's, but I, I don't know good strategies for goalie in Rocket League. Well, even I, haven't, good, I haven't figured it out. Even a good offensive player doesn't necessarily charge the ball the time. If you hang out in like the center of the field, mm-hmm. and then you wait for opportunities to arise. I mean, that's really just about the only way to play aerial, is you have to be back, and when the ball comes like off one of the corners, then you go up high to go after yeah, it. Sure. Uh, but the strategy that I was talking about for tip-off Somebody should always stay back just to get that because you every now and then you just get somebody who hits it just perfectly mm-hmm. off a tip off. Everybody knows how to do it now, but usually the other cars get in the way, and then they get an instant goal. And yeah. it's just you just stay back for that first hit, and then you rush out for the ball. Like staying back as goalie, I, I don't like when we have a permanent goalie on the team at all. Sure, it gets the other time it really gets frustrating is when your team gets down like three nothing. Just get out of the goal, man. Come on, let's do offense. Like, we're, you're not going to save it's the game rules. at this point. Pull yeah. the goalie, right? Yeah, get yeah. him downfield. Let's power do play. some work. That's a power play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's uh, the, the, the choices that people make uh, have so much, so much repercussion, though, in this game because you get to watch what happened when everything, at, whenever a goal happens, you get that replay of the last 30 seconds and you get to see someone go, whoops, oh, well, that guy missed it. Oh, that guy missed it too. Yep. Well, if you drive by that ball, that's it. Like, you're, yeah. you're gone and the, and the ball is long gone. It's like you have to turn your car around and do the whole deal because like, I'm not fast enough to, you know, get it going. There was a great gif, uh, or gif, on Reddit the other day uh, <laughs> where it was the entire team. So it was just one of those slow rolls that was going towards the goal. And the entire team misses that. it. I yeah. just watched that one. One guy whiffs. 
And one guy misses it twice. Yikes. The first guy whiffs. The second guy whiffs. The third guy whiffs. The first guy makes it back around <laughs> and, and misses, misses again. again. Yeah. <laughs> the, t- the offensive team didn't touch yeah, it again. the ball wasn't touched at all. It rolled for like 20 seconds. Yeah. Really? It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. I mean, and with some of that is lag, occasionally, you can have a moment where it's like, oh. I actually have a pretty good time with this game in lag. I don't really deal with it too much. It's been weird since they just recently put out a patch that I guess... Previously, PS4 and Steam players were playing together. Uh-huh. They've now split those. Oh, have they really? Wow, I didn't know that. I think I saw that in the patch notes. I might, I'm pretty sure. sure. Um, I always wondered if uh, people could see my like text chat that I was sending. <laughs> you know, Because I know they could see the messages I sent uh-huh. with the quick chat. But I was wondering if I was uh-huh. like, really hammering on people. I've, <laughs> you know, I've my, seen that. Are you a shit talker? I've seen the, people the, yeah, the, chatting. So you're a shit talking rocket? I'm re- way more brutal to my teammates. Like if you have <laughs> That's shitty, even worse. If you have a shitty teammate, That's you're even just worse. like, just stay the fuck out of the way. <laughs> there's some people, it's like, I mean, the goal's here, ball's here, I'm here, and there's a guy here, and he just hits the ball out because he feels like I have an opportunity to hit the ball, I'm going to hit the ball. And it's like yeah. there's no sense of like – Movement of the ball or strategy or getting the ball into the fucking goal. It's just, there's the ball, I have to hit it, no matter what happens. I'm going to come in contact with it. Yeah. Which, early on, that's, that's amazing. You're like, <gasps> It's a lot of I fun when it. you touch that ball I and like get it, it going somewhere. Yeah, that, that's it went really, fast, right yeah. towards our goal, but fast. Yeah, well, I yeah, know, that's the problem. I, <laughs> I scored on myself a lot when I, was, when I played those couple <laughs> hours, and I, I felt really bad. Because I'm sure somebody was on my team yelling at me. And- I'm shit. Maybe you didn't see the text chat. They were saying, Holmes, fucking that Stop guy. doing it. Yeah. But I, uh, I, I wish they would put out a patch. One of the things I'm frustrated by is, is I went through my typical approach to video games, which is I went through the achievement cycle first and got all the achievements, except the equivalent of the Platinum Trophy. Because this is really – I mean it's really a Sony PS4 game that feels like it's on PC just because you know that's like the easiest port to do. Yeah. I mean – um, but it was the, the original franchise started on Sony, right? That's how I feel like I missed it the first time. I was more of an Xbox player at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, the achievement that is like the Platinum Trophy, which is the Virtuoso achievement, is to unlock all the other achievements, and then you unlock this one. I, don't, I have every achievement. The only achievement I, ha- I don't have is the achievement to unlock all the other achievements, and it just won't unlock. Oh, so it's not just oh, not coming late. to you. Yeah, and supposedly they, uh, they fixed it in one of the uh, first patches, but nope, I didn't get it. Have you so. emailed, emailed Sony about that? No, no, no. Where's well, my platinum trophy? Right now. Who is the developer? Psychonics? Psionics. Psionics, yeah, that's Psionics, right. Psionics, yeah. I'm saying it's a developer I'm just not familiar with. But I tell you what, this game at launch is like, it is well-balanced. It is tweaked. The yeah, gameplay feels it. perfect. Like, And when you do like an amazing shot, you don't feel like it was luck or anything. I mean, there's some that's like bounce off the sides and everything. But like, if I get a great shot, I feel like that was because I had a skill and I was able to get the right angle or something like that. Yeah. And uh, it's it's... I mean, it's fantastic. I've played a ton of this game. I've probably played like 60 hours of this game so far. It's, it's only been out, what, since August, I want to say, or July? Uh, it's it sold over a million copies. I know that. Well, and, and some of those numbers may be a little weird because it was free on PS4. That's right. It was the yeah. PSN free with Well, there's a million. Then I think there's five yeah. million downloads uh-huh. and a million sold. But so. it's well worth it. I mean, we actually bought it. When we got it, we were going to do a Let's Play in it, and we bought it on Steam before we... It was free on PS4 when we bought it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Whoops. Hey, but hey, know, they deserve it. Yeah, I was going to say, you gave yeah. the developer yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I want to get it on my PS4, even though now it's not free anymore, right? So I think it's 14 bucks. Yeah. 14 so. bucks. It's totally worth it. Yeah, Although no, I just found out, too, I can use a PS4 controller uh, on the PC. Mm-hmm. For a long time, you couldn't. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I actually prefer that controller, honestly. Really? I've learned to play Rocket League on really? an Xbox One controller. Yeah. But I, lo- I love the PS4 controller. Really? Yeah, I really do. I really do. And I'm more traditionally of an. What do you uh, like about it? Yeah. I don't know. It just feels like I like the form factor of it. I like the way it feels. Mm-hmm. And like, there's some about the shoulder buttons on the Xbox One controller that I just don't like. Okay. I really like the 360 controller 
But now when I go back to it, it feels so foreign, you know, after using the Xbox One controller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, But the Xbox One controller is just so easy to use with a Windows PC. Yeah. yeah. I had a problem where I upgraded to Windows 10 and it reset my progress. I was like level 12. Really? Um, yeah, for my level of my character, and it just like reset. So I, and they, what that basically does is resets uh, all of your unlocks as well. I was going to say, have you bought any hats or anything for this? No, you just unlock everything. You can't buy well, anything. Yeah, they're yeah. they're going to start doing it though because they, they should. They almost yeah, they almost should because of, yeah. because of Counter Strike Go and, and obviously Team Fortress Two and stuff like that. Like Valve's making boatloads of money on that yeah. stuff, and then they're all cosmetic. All yeah. of it is cosmetic. Listen, I can't complain about someone having microtransactions in a game that's under 20 bucks or free mm-hmm. in this case. Mm-hmm. I mean, people got this game for free, and I've, I've, I've played it for 60 hours, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, just to unlock uh, one of the achievements, one of the last ones, is to get everything in the game, all the unlockables. I believe there's like 171. Um, they did an update that added two new models of the car and some other things as well, but I think there was 171 original unlockables, which you basically get one every time you finish a game. So those are five minute games. Yeah. So you know you're looking at about over 800 minutes of gameplay yeah. just to, just to get that. So it's a significant amount of time to Absolutely. put in there. All right, yeah, I think that's uh, final thoughts. I would imagine is recommend for me, but oh, ab- oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know why you're not playing Rocket League because <laughs> I think pretty much everybody is at this point or has played it. Well, we had played to have a Rocket League tournament uh, this week, that's but right. Jack had to go somewhere, and Jack was actually one of the people helping plan yep. it. It was me and Jack <laughs> who were kind of driving force behind it. And Jack was like, "Oh, I'm not going to be there that day because you guys were in town." I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, well, I feel feel shitty, like you know, <laughs> doing removing it without Jack him. from his own tournament." Ah. Basically. So we're going to try to do it next, next week, week when you guys are back, next and uh, we'll we're going to do here. a company wide Rocket League tournament. But the big debate we're having right now is two v two or three versus three. So I'd be curious to see what the audience thinks if we should do uh, three versus three or two versus two. I think we should do three v three. That way, somebody can pick up my slack. It is called <laughs> it is called standard. Okay, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Jack's argument for two versus two is that we could get more teams. Yeah, sure. But then it's like that bracket gets huge. We're going to be here for like 12 hours playing to get that. Anyway, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And you will enjoy it, I hope. All right, let's bring out the cylinder of selection, see what next week's wonderful game will be. Bruce, do you want to do it since you're the guest? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, all right. So all I do is twirl this thing and pull it out. Spin and grab a ball. Watch out. It this will could be dangerous. Drop Bruce chooses some terrible games on his <laughs> own. Manually, <laughs> he chooses Yeah, don't, don't demo disc us, all right? Yeah. You're so gentle with that. Look at that. He's got a soft touch. He really does, yeah. There you, there go. you go. There you go. Like you mean the all-male game club. How do I... There you go. Both hands, Yeah, hold on to it. It will roll on you. I was going to say, is it supposed to stop? Nope. It, you're going to have to close it or they'll go everywhere. <laughs> uh, all right, there we go. Uh, Community Hotline Miami. Community Hotline Miami. Community? Oh. oh, I see. I was going to say, is that a new game? Is there a mod to it? <laughs> so Hotline Miami. Yeah. All right. I have not played it. Have you? I have played it. Yeah, it's a great game. It is, it is a great game. Uh, it's infuriating. Reminds it's, it's you of the original shooter, right? Reminds you of the original Grand Theft Auto, which was also right. top down. GTA yeah. 1 and 2. The, uh, so. the story's really cool. Uh-huh. Um, it's, I think it's intense. The style's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and it's. There's a story? There is a story. I've seen it played. I never realized there was a story. It's, it's actually it's actually pretty cool, and I, I haven't played the sequel. I don't know if you played the, the sequel. I've, I've unfortunately played like five minutes of the sequel, yeah. so I've been meaning to get to it. Did you play it on like PS4 or PC? Steam. Or? Yeah, this is a Steam yeah, game for me. me. Yeah, yeah. Me. All right, so tune in next week. We'll do Hotline Miami. Oh, sweet. And okay. thank you so much for joining us, Bruce. Hi, right, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us, I Greg. even get to cover my history of alternative sports games in video games. You have a history of alternative <laughs> like sports games? Like Bombing Run and Unreal Tournament. I do research when I come on these things. Wow, <laughs> you're so prepared. I'll say that for the RT. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody.